Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Friday, March 31st. Today, we are talking free agent pass rushers that could come in and help the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2023. Uh, this is a team that has Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker already in the fold. But as Doug Peterson mentioned earlier this week at the owners' meetings, pass rush is still a major need. Arden Key, not walking back through that door. Dewan Smoot, if the Jaguars re-sign him, he's not going to be ready for the beginning of the season. Yeah, you could be looking at him being able to make an impact potentially down the stretch in 2023 in the playoffs if you get there, but Dewan Smoot not going to help you early on in 2023, not going to help you win games in September and October unless he makes a miraculous recovery. Um, that that would really, that would be something. I mean, that would, like James Robinson coming back for the start of the regular season last year, that is not the norm when it comes to Achilles injuries. Uh, but we're not here to talk about the injury. We're talk- here to talk about pass rushers that could help the Jaguars in 2023. And uh, there's a bunch of them out there, right? There are a lot of veteran edge rushers that are still on the open market. There's going to be a ton of quality edge rushers in the 2023 draft class as well. But when you look at edge rush, it can be difficult for rookies to make a big impact. Yes, you do find rookies that that have impactful seasons as pass rushers. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson. Um, certainly, uh, James Houston last year, certainly, but they're more few and far between. It's more likely that pass rushers are going to take a year or two to really get their feet under them and make a major impact for you. So I think going the veteran route, um, and also bringing in rookies, right, is going to be the best plan of action for the Jaguars here. I think bringing in a veteran to be your third edge rusher, to be the guy that can come in and spell spell your guys that can come in and create havoc like Arden Key did, like Dewan Smoot did, that's going to be something the Jaguars need in 2023 in order to take that next step. Like the team right now, if they had to go step on the field, they're fine. Uh, they're going to be a competitive football team. But that's not the goal. The goal is to be playing in February. And so if that is the goal in 2023, and it should be, and I believe it is, bring in a veteran edge rusher, to me, is a necessity. You do have guys like Caleb Von Chason, you have Deshaun Dixon, you have Jordan Smith coming back off his injury, but no one that you really expect to take that next step other than a Trayvon Walker who you're already accounting for and assuming that he's going to be able to take a leap forward in year two. So I've got some pass rushers that are available still that I think the Jaguars should certainly be be thinking about. And there's two two really big names at the top of the list, in my opinion, that would represent um, massive upgrades. And, and they would probably come in a little bit more expensive than what the Jaguars are looking to spend. But that's Leonard Floyd and Frank Clark. Leonard Floyd spent the last few years out in L.A., had some great success there. He's 30 years old, former first-rounder. He's been a 9-10 to sack guy for the last few years, really athletic, got good length. 
This is supercharged Arden Key for me if you're talking about Leonard Floyd. I think that would be a fantastic signing. His last contract, it was pretty damn big. I don't know what he's going to be expecting to make on the market this year. But if the Jaguars were able to land Leonard Floyd to be their third edge rusher, I mean, you're, you're talking about that's a massive upgrade over what you had even last year in Arden Key and DeJuan Smoot. I think Frank Clark would be the same thing. He's had some ups and downs, had some different things off the field. But if you want to win playoff games, he's your guy. He's a terror in the playoffs. Got a sack against the Jaguars, was in on multiple sacks against the Bengals in the AFC Championship. He is on his way to being potentially the NFL's all-time leader in playoff sacks. Do you want that type of guy rushing the passer for you or against you? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. How much will Frank Clark cost? Not sure. But if the Jaguars were able to figure something out with Frank Clark, again, it would be a massive upgrade. And the next three guys I want to look at, I think of the mercenary types, you know, the older vets that have been moving around the league a little bit over the last couple years, these top three are the ones that I would be really fired up to land. And I think money-wise, the Jaguars wouldn't, the rest of the guys we're going to talk about, I don't think they're going to break the bank. I think they would absolutely work for the Jaguars, especially these top three. Uh, Justin Houston, he's 34 years old, but still just a stud Stud pass rusher. Spent two years with the Colts. Spent two years with the Ravens. Spent his most of his career in Kansas City, obviously. But he's one of the best pass rushers in the league. Um, still, I mean, he, he is a really effective pass rusher. And you're bringing him in here not to be a starter, not to be a full-time player, but to be a guy that is able to help get you off the field on third and long, third and medium. Create pressure. Win one-on-ones. Justin Houston can do that for you. The next guy, pretty similar. Melvin Ingram. He, he spent most of his career in the AFC West as well. He's been moving around a little bit. But same thing. He's about to turn 34 years old. Still knows how to create pressure. Still knows how to wreak havoc. Win one-on-ones and get quarterbacks to the ground. So he'd be another upgrade. And both of these guys, later in their career, you're not talking about um, breaking the bank to, to bring in either of these players. Carlos Dunlap, former Kansas City Chief in 2023. Um, he's, he's moved around a little bit, played with Seattle for a little bit, obviously had a long career with the Cincinnati Bengals, also 34 years old. This dude is a batted pass machine. Uh, I think that that's something that when you look at his numbers, he's not as lethal as a pass rusher as a Melvin Ingram or a Justin Houston, but he gets those batted passes at the line consistently. I um, mean, he's also a more effective run defender than either of those players at this point in their careers. So you you do have a little bit more versatility, a little bit more three-down uh, value from Carlos Dunlap because he is a good run defender. He's still a good pass rusher. And if he doesn't get to the quarterback, there's a decent chance he's going to get his hands on the football. I think Carlos Dunlap would be another solid signing for the Jaguars. And there's a few more guys that are out there as well that I think would make sense. You know, you've got Jason Pierre-Paul. He's 34 years old. Hasn't been as effective lately as some of these other guys we've talked about. But familiarity with Mike Caldwell. He would fit the Jaguars' defense. And he would still be their third best edge. He would be a massive upgrade over Caleb on Chason or Deshaun Dixon. And those guys could develop, no doubt about it. But from what we've seen to this point in their career on the field, Jason Pierre-Paul would certainly uh, raise the, the ceiling and the floor of the Jaguars' pass rush. Marcus Golden, 
who has played a long time in Arizona. He's 32 years old, played a lot of outside linebacker for the Cardinals. He's played with Brenton Buckner, so there's a connection there. He'd be an upgrade. I, I don't think that he would be a signing in the vein of uh, uh, Melvin Ingram or Justin Houston. Like Those two guys would be huge upgrades over what you had. Marcus Golden, I think he'd be more more on par with what you were expecting from Arden Key in 2022. Robert Quinn, he's 33 years old. He's been more of a big money guy throughout his career. Um, not sure exactly what he's looking for in free agency, uh, but he's still got some gas left in the tank. I, I think that if you brought him in here, he would certainly be able to generate some pass rush for you. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Jadavion Clowney, who's called us trash cans here before. I doubt he would want to come to Jacksonville, but you never know. And as a third rusher, I think he could help you out a lot. Really good run defender as well. And of course, Unique Ngakwe. He's still out there. And that guy, I mean, he's a pass rush specialist. He is lethal when it comes to being a pass rusher. You don't want him on the field for run defense, but that's not why you're bringing this guy in. You're bringing him in, in here to help you get off the field on third and long to help you end games. Unique Ngakwe, I think, would be able to do that. Would he be down for a reunion in Jacksonville? Would Shad Khan be down? You know, Tony Khan and, and, and this guy got into it pretty hardcore on, on Twitter, going back and forth with each other. It was, um, it was interesting, we'll say that. So I don't know if Unique Ngakwe or the Khans would be interested in a reunion, but from a on-field perspective... Does Yannick Ngakwe being your third edge rusher make sense? It absolutely makes sense. Uh, again, not sure that that's a direction that either either sides would want to go. But from a football perspective, Yannick Ngakwe would help the Jacksonville Jaguars out a ton. Hopefully this kind of illustrated that there's still a lot of options for the Jaguars available in free agency um, that, that could come in and help this pass rush, which again, Doug Peterson said is their focus right now. They need to improve that pass rush. I think that they should do it with a veteran free agent and multiple draft picks. This is an incredibly talented and deep edge class. Uh, not every position in this 2023 draft class is loaded, but edge is absolutely one of them. Whether you're looking to add somebody in the first round uh, day two or even day three, I think there are players that could come in and find a way and and contribute for you. But again, relying solely on rookies to be your third edge rusher, it can be a little bit of a dicing game because sometimes these rookies, it just takes them a little bit of time to get their feet wet, to get going in the NFL. And so I think that's why you need a veteran as well. And again, Plenty of veterans out there for the Jaguars to choose from. Hopefully, at some point uh, prior to the NFL draft, that they'll be able to bring one of these guys in. They missed out on Calais Campbell. They've missed out on a couple other guys, but there's still plenty of meat left on the bone, so to speak, in free agency at, at the pass rush position. So, really appreciate y'all for tuning in. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Let me know what you think about these pass rushers that we've talked about here today. You can also follow Generation Jag or at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. If you're listening on your podcast platform of choice, please subscribe and review. Really helps the show out a lot. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Have a great weekend. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. 
Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.